0: Welcome to the Rise Priestess Podcast, a place for women just like you who are in the process of claiming their callings, rising into priestesshood and building a legacy. This is where values-driven women come to learn how to unleash their gifts and share them unapologetically with the world to unlock deep contribution and potent prosperity. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Coxon, I'm an author, yoga teacher, activist, and business mentor. I bridge together feminine-inspired leadership and divine masculine action that quantum leaps you into an expansive experience of life and business. I believe that business is a vehicle for not only living a more purposeful and free life, but for also contributing to social and ecological healing. I live in a coastal town in Portugal and have been channeling my inner priestesshood into various heart-centered businesses since 2016. Back then, I left my life as an archeologist to play my part in the reawakening of the feminine. Although I now run a successful mission-driven business, it's been quite the journey. I've had to move past imposter syndrome, own my gifts, make friends with money, step into feminine leadership, dismantle toxic conditioning, and learn ethical marketing practices. I'm here to help you on your journey to living life and doing business on your terms. From guest interviews to solo heart riffs to laser coaching sessions, this podcast is here to inspire you to reclaim the feminine, live your dharma, and get paid for being you. So sit back, take a deep breath, sister, and let's dive into today's episode. Hello, beautiful priestesses, and welcome to another episode. As always, I'm so grateful that you're here. I'm so grateful that you're listening. If you're new here, welcome. If you're a continued listener, then thank you so much for continuing to show up and listen to this podcast. And thank you for tagging me on your Instagram stories and sharing about this podcast with your friends and your family. It's incredible to see the ripple effects, particularly because this podcast started as one woman who just wanted to share her truth and then bring on other women who want to share their truth as well. And today's episode is no exception, although it's slightly different because I'm bringing on a client of mine, Marissa. Her story of transformation, is absolutely incredible. We started working with each other in April last year. And what she has experienced and what she has transcended during that time is just phenomenal. And I want to say that this this is not about me as her mentor. Her transformation is nothing to do with me. She came ready. She came committed to her growth. And I have chills when I think of just what has changed. So when she came to me, she was depressed. There was a lot of toxicity in her life, toxic friendships, a toxic marriage. Um, She wasn't owning her worth. And there was stuff in her past that was still very much keeping her captive, keeping her prisoner. And as we did the messy work of illumination and reclamation together, she started to recognize that she was living a life that was completely out of alignment with who she truly is. And bit by bit, piece by piece, moment by moment, she started to reclaim herself. She started to recognized that she was worth more than the relationship that she was in. She was starting to recognize how she was being gaslighted and emotionally abused. She started to recognize where she was falling short of asking for what she truly desired. And now her life is so, so different. So not only is she now entering into healthier friendships and healthier relationships but her role her dharma her purpose as a doula as a yoga teacher as a mentor that has become ignited so she was already kind of doing these things but because she was spending so much time trying to keep the broken parts of her life together and trying to keep Hold of everything, she wasn't able to fully allow for the fire of her Dharma, the fire of her purpose to burn brightly. And once she began that process of reclamation, she had the energy to fan its flames. And since her business is taking off, she's got this incredible vision for her life. And it's incredible. Like the it's It feel in many ways it feels so intangible but at the same time you know people are walking down the street saying to hey Marissa you look different like what what has been happening this is what happens when we decide that we are worthy and that we commit we're going to commit to doing the the deep inner work of transformation and Yeah, I mean, her story is a testimony to the powerful process of illumination, reclamation and revelation. So I encourage you as you listen to her to see yourself and parts of yourself potentially reflected in her story. Think to your own life. Where are you asking for what you think you can get rather than what you actually desire? Where in your life are you not allowing yourself to be respected? Where in your life are you selling yourself short? And what's necessary now to move forward? What are you committing to? So without further ado, I introduce you to Marissa. Hello, wonderful priestesses, and welcome back to another episode. And I have chills already before we even start speaking. I'm so happy to introduce you to Marissa. Marissa has been a client of mine for 18 months now, and her story and her transformation is absolutely incredible. Marissa is a a doula, she's a yoga teacher, she's a mentor, but she is now the embodiment of the priestess and Really, speaking to her and sharing her story with you is, is such a, an, it just feels so potent and I'm, I know I'm probably going to cry. <laughs> so Marissa, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. It's wonderful to be here.
0: I'm so, so happy that you're here. And you have been on quite the journey over the past 15 months or so, haven't you?
1: I have yeah (laughs) tell
0: us us. i mean where do we even begin tell us Mm -hmm. maybe it's best if you just share your story from beginning to now and what that journey has been like for you and as you're listening to this priestesses recognize yourself in this story and let this story transform you also
1: yeah thank you Um, It is quite a dream come true to be here on this podcast. Um, It's an honor to welcome myself to you. So, well, I felt a very deep call within myself Um, about 18 months ago. uh, My life was completely different, completely, every area of my life was in shambles it was um right before deconstruction um i was extremely depressed very unhealthy living a life that i was trying to keep up with exhausted in work exhausted in my relationship um not showing up as the person that i longed for inside Mm so when i found you on instagram i signed up for your newsletter and you spoke to me you spoke to not me on the outside but that spark on the inside that was just a little teeny flicker i was almost almost put out and you said reply yes if you're ready and i said yes i'm ready um I had no idea what I was ready for. I had no idea what this work would be. I didn't know anything, but I felt something. I felt something bigger than anything I've ever felt before. And when we hopped on our first call, I told you all the things I wanted to work on. The most profound thing that has always stuck with me and I share with many people is with so much confidence and clarity, Marissa, if you truly commit to this work, the things in your life will either strengthen or fall apart. And as scary as that was to hear that, to know that my life could completely fall apart, because it already was, the things that the truth would come out. And that's exactly what happened. I absolutely chose myself. I chose truth and I chose the work. And it has been the deepest work I I may ever do in this lifetime. Um, I look in the mirror now and I literally, I see a different person. I see a different woman. It is, um, it really takes me back a lot. Um, Just what it is and what you can do and how you can transform with the most unconditional love and space holding from someone that you trust and that is also doing it and where you see yourself and where you see the potential in yourself.
0: Wow. I know that many of the listeners listening, I mean, there's such potency to what you're saying and what you're sharing and I I feel it within you. And I'm sure many of the listeners are listening and thinking, you know, what is it that, what is it that changed? Like specifically what did you actually what was blocking you from living mm. as a priestess as this empowered woman you know as this amazing doula um mm. and what did you have to let
1: go of everything <laughs> yeah um it a lot of conditioning a mm. lot of societal cultural um familial it's Conditioning and, and beliefs, really, um, a complete deconstruction and mm, letting go completely, com- completely letting go and trusting the truth and trusting what we were doing together. And mm-hmm. a big piece of it was healing parts of my journey as a child that was now being illuminated in my relationship mostly. So the, the, what we did going back, um, the meditations we did, the, um, all of the, the homework we did, all of the, the affirmations and the work, the work on that part was everything to me and everything to my healing of many years. And, lifetimes before this life as well it had you know I'm a very um dynamic being and um alternative being and I I never I never believed that I would find someone (laughs) like yourself that would um work for me that would because I'm so you know so, <laughs> mm-hmm. and just what we did worked so incredible, um, so incredibly. It was so powerful and really helped yeah. me. And again, none of it made sense. Um, <laughs> it, and, it, and it was good that it didn't, but I learned so much. And there were times where I had really, truly um, given up on on myself in that darkness and just crumbled and allowed myself to fall apart um, because of the the healing work that we did, but that that is what kept me coming back. There were moments where I thought, you know well i'm going to show up for for her i'm going to show up for Sarah, but really what I was showing up for was the priestess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't I even think, know that. <laughs>
0: that's, that's the magic of really embodying the priestess, isn't it? Because it's, there isn't a linear path to transformation. It's, it's more about the commitment and the letting it be messy as well. And I think the biggest transformation I saw in you was with within the relationship with yourself, but also your romantic relationships and how one relationship in particular was really getting in the way of you, Mm -hmm. really embodying the truth of who you are. I'm wondering if if it feels aligned, maybe a little bit nerve wracking to speak about Mm -hmm. that experience.
1: Yeah, of course, of course. Mm. Um, yeah, my romantic relationship was um, felt like a um, a jail. Like I was in mm. I was in this prison that I thought I needed to be in in order to um, hold to a certain standard and hold to others' expectations, and that he was the keeper of that self. For many years so many people would say gosh you're like this caged bird and I knew that I so knew that but I didn't really know what cell or cage that was until we began you know going in going into the messiness of of relationships and my relationship in particular and Mm -hmm. the the, the you know narcissistic tendencies and the emotional and verbal abuse that i I truly believed I truly believed that I was someone to apologize all the time for sharing my voice and for sharing my truth. It was always um, put down and made fun of and discredited and belittled. And after so many years, I mean, it was 11 years, (laughs) after so many years, I really fully believed those things for a very long time. And I was suffering so bad. Um, I, I, I had major depression and when you're in depression i have i have so much empathy for depression now that it's you know it was brought to my attention of what was going on um because i'm someone who you know hold it all together and be there for others and you're fine and you're good and after accepting what was going on in myself um i remember one day you said you know depression is a symptom of something um And I felt that, that right away. Um, Relationships with others have so much to do with the relationship with yourself and the relationship to how you show up in the world. And Mm -hmm. my light was completely, it was um, completely lessened um, around him and his family. And, that had been a, a false foundation for many years. So what came with leaving that relationship was abandonment, um, you know, feeling abandoned. And that triggered things from when I was a, a young girl. And um, so it was healing those things as well. And what I would do as the relationship was ending, Again, none of it made sense, but I went to where I felt safe um, as the relationship fell apart um, on the outside because it had been falling apart for many, many years. My, my, my community, my women that are all over was, was everything, even if we weren't in the physical I would close my eyes and I would let go in their, in their hearts and their love in their arms and feel held. And that, that was just profound and very healing. And it's truly incredible when the most surreal thing, heartbreaking thing, earth shattering thing is happening. It's really incredible when you just get through it. When you just do whatever you can or go wherever you can to feel an ounce of safety, whether it's, I mean, there were days in bed um, and there were, there were times in nature. There were times um, of, I sought out for every type of healing I could from Reiki, shamans, yoga, massage, angel readers, um, tarot cards. I nearly cleared my bank account, Um, work with you one-to-one, just to do any little thing that would help me. And it's so, it's so worked. I I cannot believe where I am right now.
0: I love that. I think what was what really came through for me. I, I mean, this is the power of synchronicity is that I recognized it within you pretty much straight away. I was like, "Oh, there is something about this relationship that is." There's something I could feel it in my body as you were talking about it, and you were like, "Oh yeah, no, it's all great," and I was like, "Yeah, I'm not buying that," and. And I had to walk very, and this is what we do in our priesthood. I had to walk a very, I don't want to say careful, but I knew that that the decision to see it clearly had to come from you. Mm
1: -hmm. So
0: there were quite a few months where it wasn't that we were skirting around it. It would kind of come up and then it would dissolve again and it would come up and it would dissolve again. It was almost like with each New um, wave, you were starting to see. Hang on a second, I'm not being treated properly here. I'm not being respected here. Because as your sense of self-worth increased, Mm -hmm. your what you're available for and what you were unavailable for started to shift. And what's really interesting to me with the synchronicity is. I mean, you know, my story, I've had similar experiences in my life. So very often our own personal healing codes give us the superpowers to see it in another person. Like if I hadn't have had that experience, then I wouldn't have been able to really feel into your body and really understand, feel into my own body and understand really what was going on. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if, um, yeah, I wonder if you can speak a little bit more about the moment when you you realized that you were worth more. You were worth more.
1: Mm. Oh, there's so many moments. Um, I believe it was a it was an exercise we did of looking at other couples. Oh, my homework was to be around (laughs) couples and healthy relationships. And I thought, okay, cool. You know, I guess I need to look outside of my own. And um, I started just taking notes and and being with couples that I looked up to. And mine was nothing like that. (laughs) Was nothing like that. And, um, I, I could see, um, mostly with how the, the partner allowed the woman not, you know, I don't even like that word allowed, but I guess, um, validated and encouraged the woman's voice and the, her, her authenticity and, um, there can be a lot of manipulation in abusive relationships so you don't actually see it it's not this um, expression on the outside it's more it's very, very subtle so it's very hard to you now at the end of the day, I always thought it was me that wasn't honoring all of the good in him. so when I did see the other parts of mostly men who were treating their their women with just grace and respect and ma- being mature, that allowed me to feel into my own. And there were times as well where I started to share what was going on with people that I trusted. You know, This happened, that happened, this happened, that happened when in years past, I would, you know, slap on a happy face and just focus on the good, um, focus, give, give him the benefit of the doubt. But then I started sharing um, with a few girlfriends and with you some, some stories. And there are a few times where, you know, they would say things that really bothered me in a way because It was hard to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the shame came in of how could I be in this relationship? How could he have changed so much when when really I was the one changing my desired love and holding and security and my worth, knowing my worth. Yeah, um, yeah. Many people saw it, but I'm someone who It was easier for me to see it through the mirror of others and then things just started domino affecting and getting really bad to the point of of violence where it allowed me to fully okay okay maris you know what's going on now and your story was also um very helpful um just the work of sharing. Um, there are other moments as well where an exercise we did was uh, so profound, and I read it from time to time where I think I was writing to you in the future and he wasn't there. And that was a moment wow. of <laughs>
0: <yeah>. telling. <laughs> Pretty fucking telling. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. So that that was helpful because um, the mind so can creep in and and does and rationalizes and gives the benefit of the doubts and has scarcity and tries to figure it out. But then when your soul is speaking in visions, three years down the road, and someone's not there with you, I trust that way more than I trust the thoughts. Um, So that was very telling.
0: Wow. And my hope is that there are some women listening to this that recognize themselves in your story and my story because our culture gaslights its women and teaches us to gaslight ourselves. So we end up thinking, oh, it's not that bad. Oh, it's, you know, oh, yeah, you know, this person acted like this, this person acted like that. But, you know, like, maybe I can learn from this. Maybe there's some inner work I need to do. Maybe I'm the one that created this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But there comes a point when we can't deny it anymore. It's like, okay, I am not being treated like the goddess, like the priestess, that like the queen that I am. This is the embodiment of our work. So I'm I'd love for you to share with those listening. Now, what has happened since you made that decision that I am worth more? What has happened in your life, in your business, in your relationships? What did you create space for and how has your life transformed?
1: Mm, I have created space for everything that I've always wanted in my life I have not only found this rebellious, revolutionary love, love warrior voice. I haven't, I haven't only found it, but I am sharing it and I have no fear. (laughs) I know that I can get through absolutely anything, anything. I am, magnetic to the point of I mean my eyes are just blown open right now it's the mag- <laughs> I'm, I'm so magnetic and full of light people will say people who have known me you are just glowing <laughs> like you look so healthy um so it's really i I found me. I found the priestess. I found my mission and my purpose. I have found my magic. I understand what it is now to make decisions on every day daily throughout the day that is in the highest good of myself and my mamas and my work and my dharma i am able to understand things as a whole of how to create and set boundaries i what's transformed is my health um there were so many things that I was leaning on to cope with depression that I, I am just so lit up with life that, and, and community and, and my work. Um, I have let go of toxic relationships in every way in work that was not aligned with my highest purpose friendships many many long friendships um, that were toxic as well and I now see that my romantic relationship um, and my relationship with hmm, with purpose and and value and Um, Just my, my business has been skyrocketing in my birth business in the way that I can finally hold space and show up in the way that I could envision myself doing, that I am now, and I always, I was helping people transform, but not in the sacred way that I am now that I am there for people in a way that I can be there for myself at the same time. And I can be there for the entire world because I have a very strong and powerful mission. What also has changed for me is, of course, more than anything, the way that I see myself and the way that I love myself and the way that I choose to walk and live in life. Um, yeah. Yes. So so much. So much.
0: Tell us more about your mission because you're a doula. <laughs> you work with um, expectant and new mamas and. This, I mean, that, I've, you all, that was always your mission, but it was kind of like in the background because all of your energy was on keeping up the pretense. And now that that's not there, it's even the way you show up online, the, the way that your business has skyrocketed. Like share with us about your business, about your mission, about like what your dharma is, what you're here for.
1: Yes, my favorite thing to speak about. <laughs> <laughs> my mission is to mother mothers and mother families my mission is to help evolve the way that humans treat and support women and families and parents in pregnancy birth and and really parenting it's to completely shift the narrative of of pregnancy and to hold it as this ancient, incredibly sacred experience that it is and to nourish that with love, unconditional love, safety, support, celebration. And my dream is to have a property where there is a birth commune or a birth center on it and people come and they live there for as long as they want, maybe pre-pregnancy or or pre-birth, I would say. They give birth there. They experience the early postpartum there. And everyone takes care of each other. Everyone lends their hands to the new birthing people. They also have roles. And it's just this supportive community. It's sort of like this alternate society outside of of anything we've ever known before, where there's a deep holding and mothering during this time. Um, My mission, my, my goals in the next few years is to travel the world, volunteer my hands and my heart at birth centers and learn about birth and pregnancy and parenting and other cultures and to create this dynamic approach because there's so many different approaches that serve different people. You know, Pregnancy and birth and parenthood is not a box to fit into. It's something to evolve into. And there is there are so many different ways of nourishing a particular um, parent. And I also... Um, you know i I so feel the mother archetype i i say i'm I'm a childless parent I'm a childless mother all the time um and it's just tr- it's truly amazing and what what has shown me what i do the mirror is what what our work together was too mm-hmm. is this this holding this I'm going to love these people more than anyone has ever loved them. And it's going to be everything. And it's going to be amazing. Yeah. And that is really the embodiment that, that I've done. And I, I knew from an extremely young age, like age eight or nine that I would be doing this, that I would be a birth worker. And I'm, I'm 30 now and I'm, I'm just getting started. And it's, it's a profound, deep, calling and and dharma so
0: Mm -hmm. oh my gosh Mm -hmm. I love that and it's (laughs) I mean we we connected to that I mean straight away the first time I met you and what I've seen in you in the past even six months the way that you have become so magnetic to these clients who are just kind of coming left right and center now and and that that mission is you know, and so it is, isn't it? It's not even, um, and that vision you have, it's, it's already here and it's becoming. And I think what I love about you, Marissa, as well, is it's such, um, there's such depth to your mission as well and such a childlike wonder. And it's, it's I, I, I have no doubt that it's gonna take you on the most wild journey in this lifetime.
1: Thank you. Yes.
0: So good. (laughs) So you, you are absolutely incredible and the passion that you have for, you know, the birthing world and the embodiment of the mother that you are is incredibly potent. And I, I just, it's been, it's such a pleasure to know you. And, you know, we have become friends through this work as well. Um, and I just want to say thank you for sharing your story on the podcast and sharing your heart with us. So, for those that want to follow you, stalk you, maybe there are some expectant mothers listening that would love to join your workshops or have you as their
1: mentor. Where can they find you? Mm, yes. My website is a great place to go. Um, it's Mountain Blessings Birth dot com, Mountain Blessings Birth. I'm also on Instagram. It's mignoni M-I-G-N-O-N-E. And I'm also on Facebook. And um, email me anytime. That's um, Birth at gmail.com, which is a great way to get in touch and start the process of connecting. Um, I teach prenatal and postnatal yoga um, regularly. I also do childbirth education and I am currently um, pregnant with a, uh, with a course that's coming up very soon. So um, I'm kind of taking care of that, but that will be coming up very soon, a new form of approach to the yoga meditation, childbirth education aspect for, for expecting mamas in particular. So that's coming as well. Um, you can sign up for my newsletter, and we can stay more intimately connected. And I love connecting with people and um, getting to know them. So reaching out to me personally is is a great way of just getting that that love and support that everyone deserves during during this time of motherhood. I love it. And I'm going to put all those links
0: in the show notes as well. So you guys can, can click and follow and connect with Marissa. She is amazing. And, um, it's been such a pleasure
1: to, to talk to you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. This is incredible. I really appreciate it. This holding the space and allowing this to come through. It feels like a great, step in the journey um almost like a completion in in the past um 15 15 18 months for me so thank you
0: absolutely thank you thank you so much for tuning into the rise priestess podcast if this episode spoke to you you can contribute greatly by sharing it to your instagram stories make sure that you also tag me at dr sarah Coxon so that i can personally reach out and thank you And if you're not already a member of my instagram community you can pop over there now and join us i keep it very real over there sharing behind the scenes of my life and business to inspire you to live life and do business your own way you can also apply to be a guest on the show by emailing sarah at dr sarah Coxon with the subject podcast guest you can also head over to my website the link is in the show notes to find out more about how I can help you step into your unique priestesshood to unlock deep contribution and potent prosperity. See you next time.